You're listening to the Ultimate Road Trip Podcast. Hi and welcome along to another edition of the Ultimate Road Trip. The sharp-eared amongst you might have noticed the new intro tune. It's a great track. It's Step Out of the Car by The Boxer Rebellion. And a big thanks to the band for allowing me to use the track. I'm delighted to say that The Boxer's drummer, Piers Hewitt, will be a guest on the podcast in a couple of weeks or so. Now back to this week's guest, and it's another really special episode featuring another big name in the automotive world. I've spoken to top drivers, designers, industry leaders and car-mad musicians, actors and chefs for the Ultimate Road Trip, but I haven't yet managed to get hold of one of the new breed of automotive media commentators, or to use another term, influences, for the podcast. Well, that's up until now. Of course, over the past 10 years or so, the likes of Shmi 150, Mr. JWW, Seen Through Glass and Queen Bee and all the others have built up a loyal following across various social media platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. And as I say, these guys have built up big followings and are increasingly used by car manufacturers to introduce and market their products. Lamborghini's chief marketing officer, Katia Bassi, has said that we recognise that to have their contribution, we can really influence the opinion of thousands or millions of people. In the old days, to get to see all these incredible cars, you either had to watch TV shows like Top Gear or Fifth Gear, or you had to be a regular reader of the motoring press. But as a subscriber to an influence or a content creator, you get immediate access to the newest, the most exciting cars from manufacturers worldwide. Figures from social media today suggest that 88% of consumers trust online recommendations as much as face-to-face, and 70% of teens think that YouTube stars are more reliable than celebrities. Now, one of the social media world's most successful and well-known automotive content creators is Alex Hershey, known by millions of her fans as Supercar Blondie. And before Christmas, I was really lucky. She somehow found time to be interviewed live from Dubai for the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. As you're about to hear, she'd had quite an eventful few days leading up to our chat as a pandemic had quite significantly changed her daily routine. And she was remarkably honest and candid about how things had been for her in terms of her brand and how she'd been coping over the past few months. Alex was brought up in Brisbane, Australia, and after studying broadcast journalism, she moved to Dubai, where she worked in radio. And as you'll hear, she initially had the name Radio Blondie. As part of her job, she covered car-related events and launches and managed to borrow a press car or two. So she'd make a short video, upload it, and her following on Instagram started to pick up from the initial 300 or so followers. And that increase was such that she eventually quit her day job. There was one short video she posted of a Ferrari 488 in the desert, and that was the catalyst for the incredible growth in the number of followers over the past few years. And the number keeps on growing. I gave her a quote of around 30 million followers across all her platforms, but she told me actually that the current total is quite a way north of that 30 million figure. Now, Alex started the business with her husband, Nick, but she now has a small team working for her to help keep the brand evolving. And she's even fronted her own TV show for BMW. It's a really inspiring success story. And I think one of the main reasons for that success in a really crowded social media landscape in terms of automotive content creation 
is her personable and down-to-earth nature. We had such a fun, relaxed chat, which is impressive, as in the days before the interview, she'd been working and travelling non-stop in a COVID-19-compliant manner, of course. And so that must have been more stressful than normal in itself. So you might be asking, what car does Supercar Blondie rate amongst all the others she's driven recently? She travels the world driving these fabulous cars, but what's the place she favours above anywhere else? The passenger? Who gets to ride shotgun next to her? And what about the tune? Anything, anything that stirs a particular memory for her? Let's find out. And I'm delighted to say I've now been joined by Supercar Blondie, Alex Hershey. Alex, welcome to the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. And you're back in Dubai. Uh, you've just told me after a rather busy few days. You've been over in Europe. How's it been? Are you, are you kind of jet lagged now? How are you feeling? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. This is exciting. It's so Pleasure. nice to, to be with you. Uh, yeah, so I just got back uh, last night from Europe and it was interesting because uh, with the COVID restrictions, we had a lot of delays for shooting. I actually started this new show, like a studio show, and there were about 90 people working on it in one room. Wow. And so as you imagine, um, in those kind of conditions, COVID can spread pretty quickly. Yeah. So... Um, after our first day of shooting, um, the director got coronavirus and um, no. then I was, well, was going to have it. So luckily I, I tested negative um, and uh, the whole crew needed to be tested every single day that we yeah. were there. So I had about <laughs> 15 to 20 different COVID tests over the last couple of weeks. And, um, and, then, and then our main cameraman got it and then another cameraman got it. And so we had to keep shooting and then delaying and shooting, delaying. But we got as much done as we could and, and uh, actually just made it home healthy and safe, which is really That's was great. the goal. All of yeah. So you just got to roll with the punches. This year must have changed your kind of your MO in what you do. Uh, you are so incredibly successful. Just, I'll, just to give some numbers. 300 follows in 2015 to 30 million across TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And so is the pressure still with you to get those uh, uploads and get your story out there as quickly as possible? But this year must have put a bit of a stymie on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this this year, I think, has thrown us all for a, a loop. It's um, it's it's been it's been a weird but great year, actually. Um, <laughs> Um, you mentioned 30 million. I think in the last two months, we've grown now to 45 million across all our platforms. So <laughs> My numbers are out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stopping just, you. It's just incredible. Um, thank you. That's really kind. Like it's been, it's been quite a lot of work. It seems a really easy social media because, of course, you only want to show the good stuff. Um, you don't want to be uh, complaining to anyone when you upload a video. So yeah. you always just show all of the great stuff, but all of the behind the scenes, no one really gets to see. So to get to where I am now has been, you know, um, 24 hours a day really for years. And it got to a point where I was traveling so much last year. Uh, it was nine months out of 12 months. So wow. we were flying every two days to a different city somewhere in the world to shoot cars. And it, it got to the point where it just wasn't sustainable. And I was actually, um, you know, had a bit of a, a, a mental breakdown. Um, and, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that. I think it's, it's, it's important when 
we recognize where we are mentally and I need to take better care of my mental health and my physical health. So it actually um, was a blessing in disguise when, when COVID hit and I could uh, slow, slow down. down. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was forced to slow down. And at the beginning I was like, Oh, this is, thank, thank God. Like, this is great. I have, you know, maybe two to three weeks to slow down and then off we go again. And then it just kept extending and extending. And, you know, I think all of us thought it was going to be over in a, in a month or two. We did, um, yeah. Yeah. And so we thought, okay, we'll just slow down for a bit and then we'll get going. And then it, we couldn't get going again. So that was a, kind of a scary moment for us saying, you know, we can't travel anymore. How are we going to get our content? Hmm. Uh, we've got to change things up. So we uh, started working on content here locally, uh, which we haven't done in, in years. And also we took the time to uh, work out how to make the business more sustainable without me having to be on camera every single day yeah. and started uh, hiring more people. Um, it was only me and my husband for the first three years. Okay. And so we did. And now we have uh, managed to expand to seven people in the last couple of months. And it means that we just have a lot more help uh, sourcing content and filming. And I've also got my little sister as part of the team now. So she's also doing some on-camera work. Keeping it in the family. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think is kind of important with what I do because it's so personal, you know. Um, people grow to know who you are um yeah. it's so, so when you start immediate people, yeah, yeah 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 and you know we tried to introduce um some other girls last year into the content and it just didn't work because they they just had no relation to me and 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 people just like who who are these people like why are we watching them so um when my sister came on board, I think it was received a lot better because yeah. it keeps it in the family and, and, you know, people don't feel like um, it's sudden, suddenly veering away from me. Yeah. It's actually banding more of who I am in my family. So I, at the moment it, it's working and yeah, fingers crossed. We'll just keep in this kind of positive direction. Yeah, of course. Uh, because, of course, you're one of the only female car influencers. I mean, in the UK, we've got a lot of guys who are, I think you prefer the term content creator. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But obviously over here, we've got people like Shmi and Mr. JWW you might have heard of, and these guys, and Seb Delania, who think you've, you've featured on one of your videos. I mean, we do have Queen B, Becky Evans. I interviewed Abby Eaton, a racing driver last week. And, but uh, you know, you've really got a great uh, niche for yourself uh, at the top of, of, of your game. And uh, being out in Dubai, you're saying about Dubai, it's great that it's such a car-mad culture there. So all the manufacturers are happy to ship cars out to you and, and, and it's not a bad place to be, kind of centrally, east meets yeah. west. You know, you can get cars in from Japan, from Europe, from America quite easily, I can imagine. So Yeah, I mean, at, at first when I was starting out, it was the perfect place to be because, as you said, there are just so many amazing cars out here. So, uh, you know, I would go around to whatever car shows I could and, and just chat with the owners and, and see if I could film their personal cars or yeah. I would go to uh, their uh, personal garages and, and film their collections. And so it was great uh, when I first started. However, uh, unfortunately for the newer cars, they never launch them in Dubai they're always launched first in Europe somewhere okay. so uh, Europe or the US and that's why I had to start traveling because if I wanted to get that content the best of the best content then I needed to start uh, getting those uh, crazy cars and getting them you know 
first. Yeah. So that's when I started traveling. And then I, I guess um, being back in Dubai is difficult because, yeah, it's still if we were to film, you know, say the new S class, uh, it would only be available for us to film here maybe six to eight months, even a year after right. all of those guys just spoke about JWW, Shmi, all of those guys have filmed it. So um, that's, it's not ideal. However, it's my home. So I, I've been here for 12 years. So I'm, I would need a very good reason to move, move out, out yeah. of, yeah. A great lifestyle, great weather for, for testing cars, etc. Let's get on to the cars. This is all about your ultimate road trip. As I say, it's a simple premise, five questions. And we start with the car. What would be the car to make your ultimate road trip? Very tricky, considering what you've driven. Um, <laughs> your car choice must change every week, if not every day. But yeah. if you had to pick one, make, model, colour, what would it be? Yeah, I was, <laughs> it's always so difficult, this question, but um, I would have to go for the Lamborghini Sian and a fully blacked out, so black rims, um, black and exposed carbon fibre body. I think that would look awesome. Indeed, yeah. Um, and the reason why I picked that now is because I actually just got to drive the Sian last week. Okay. And... I've always been super excited about this car and it didn't disappoint. Um, up until last week, I would have said the Koenigsegg Agera RS. Yeah. I absolutely love driving that car. Uh, but I've that's been like the top of my list now for about two years, the Koenigsegg. So I think it's time to, <laughs> to have a change. Up. Yeah. I was going to wonder whether you were going to pick the McLaren 720S, which of course was delivered to you relatively recently because I was lucky to drive the 720 down to Goodwood uh, yeah. and it is one of those vehicles but uh, that Lamborghini is beautiful I mean I saw you with the Lambo Vision GT that was an incredible video in that was in out in Italy a few days ago was it where yeah. you got a, a look at that uh, looks like a Hot Wheels car doesn't it <laughs> I know I know it's from the video game but uh, is Lamborghini a, a favorite manufacturers would you say yes yeah, so um, the reason why I didn't pick the 720S is because it's it's lacking the uh, fantastic sound for me. I love the way it drives and the way it handles and the way it looks, yeah. but I miss the kind of gurgle and, and the, the growl from Lamborghini. You need the um, sports exhaust. The 720S, the one I had, sorry, <laughs> as well as being orange, had yeah. the sports exhaust, which really did give you that little bit of extra. I know what you mean, but yeah, Lambos, you can hear them. It's like TVR. If you remember the British film TVR, you could... Sp you could hear them a mile off. It's like Lamborghinis in London. You know that they're coming a mile away. Yeah, exactly. And um, I, I, so I used to have a Hurricane and I sold the Hurricane uh, oh. and it already so much. Um, I think I'd need to, and I think I'm considering getting a whole new exhaust uh, for the 720S because it's just a bit muted in the do cabin. It, do it, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you know, it's, it's like the, when you compare the R8 to the Hurricane, yeah. Uh, you know, same, but in the cabin of the R8, it's just a little bit more muted. And, and that's fine because it means that you can drive longer distances and your ears won't bleed. But Absolutely. in the Hurricane, you know, they make sure that when you're driving it, you can, you can really hear every gurgle and growl. So I think I'm going to have to do something about that 720S. Yeah, give it a few little <laughs> tweaks. It, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does uh, just change it somewhat. So question two of your ultimate road trip, the Lamborghini Sian, why that particular 
model of Lamborghini. Yeah. Um, so I'm a massive fan, fan of Lambo, as I said, but I'm also a massive fan of hybrids. And that might be a surprise to some people, but I have absolutely enjoyed um, pretty much every single hybrid uh, that I've been able to, to drive. And so I love the fact that the Sian is kind of right at this tipping point between the old world and the new world. So it's got still the, you know, V12 engine that we all love about Lamborghini. Yeah. Um, and it's also now got this electric motor. Um, so you've really got the best of both worlds, in my opinion. So you've got the, the kind of instant torque from the, from the uh, electric, electric motor and, and that growl from the V12, right? So that's, that's something I really appreciate, appreciate about it. And then, you know, you've got this um, super capacitor, which is which like just something another from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I say it, I, I'm just like, that surely can't be the real word. Uh, it sounds so sci-fi. Um, so yeah, you've got that, and so that I just I just really appreciate the technology that they've put into this car. You know, so that when you brake, um, it, it charges immediately, and then when you t to come out of that corner, you step on the acceleration uh, on the accelerator, and and you've got this instant kind of boost um, that it pushes out yeah. uh, from the supercapacitor. So I just. I, I'm, I just, I just love that car. And when I got to drive it, um, even though I didn't get to fully push it because it's, it's not road legal yet. The one that I was driving, okay. um, I could, I could feel the difference completely because sometimes the Aventadors can be a bit laggy in between gears when you shift. Um, it's a bit monstrous and laggy, but this one just wasn't any lag. So it was awesome. Brilliant. It's the way we're going with hybrids. I mean, I don't know whether you saw the news yesterday, the UK government banning, petrol and diesel, new petrol and diesel cars from 2030. So, you know, the hybrid technology is, is getting better and better. And with your new TV show, which looks great, congratulations with that, in association with BMW, which, uh, yeah. uh, which you had the iX, which is an incredible vehicle. Um, yeah, it's, it's on that one. And um, yeah. yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm not against where we're going with electrification. I think... Um, it's probably inevitable. So we all just kind of need to make the most of it. And instead of enjoying the kind of the B12 sound, we can, we've kind of got a blank slate for cars of the future and how they're going to sound. So we can really, um, we can make them sound however we want to, you know, I was having a discussion with um, Meteor, who's the head of design at Lamborghini. And he was like, you know, how cool would it be if, um, you know, cars, cars didn't have a V12 roar, but what they did have was like this kind of rumble from, you know, the, the speakers. So we were like, oh yeah, you know what would be cool? Like if you had like sub bass coming yeah. from the speakers as you, as you took off and it just kind of, your whole body kind of, kind of vibrates and, yeah. and it kind of blasts the people around you. Um, then I think that there's some real potential for some, a great feeling uh, from an electric car as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The technology will be there, um, you know, sooner rather than later, obviously. But just going back to the cars that you've driven very quickly, before we go on to question three, which is where would you go? Uh, you know, you've, the, the Gemera, that's incredible. The four-seater Koenigsegg you drove and the Speedtail, the Aston Valhalla, the Bugatti Bully, the cars, the breadth of cars and the Eleanor Mustang from Fast and the Furious. That was great. Do you like your classics? Um, you know, I, I do appreciate uh, them. However, 
I don't have a lot of experience with classic cars. I think the more that I drive them, the more that I'll start appreciating them. Uh, of course, you know, as, as you get to know uh, cars more and more, then your appreciation grows. But um, yeah, look, now when I drive like a classic Lambo, like say when I drove the Diablo, I actually really thought it was a lot of fun because it's such an experience, you know, so experiential um, feeling that gearbox. Yeah. Um, I thought it was completely different from, you know, the modern day supercar, which has become just so easy to drive. Um, uh, however, I, I still, I still need to, I think, know a little bit more about the classics in order to, to fully appreciate them. Yeah. And the, the amount of supercars in Dubai, you've got them all on your doorstep there. So yeah. it makes it easy. Can I just say, yeah. I loved also, um, you were in London and you tested the, uh, uh, the Apollo IE, uh, Joe Macari, I saw that with the uh, Grand Tour guys. Yeah. That, that looked great. And that's just down the road from me, actually. So <laughs> it was great to see uh, you. Like car ever. It's insane. And, and the way that that sounds, I was actually at, at a um, private um, airstrip in yeah. Switzerland when testing that. And it, as, as it uh, took off, it had this incredible grumble that even a kilometer away, you yeah. could, you could, yeah, just like it was next to you. And then it was kind of bouncing off the mountains on either side. It was one of the most incredible, like visceral experiences. It was amazing. Oh, it made for a great video. Question three then for your ultimate road trip. Where are we going now? Destinations, you've been everywhere. Mexico, India, that trip to India you did look absolutely mad. <laughs> the reception you got there. You did across the States that looks incredible. Looking at all those cars, all the crews, um, so where would you go? Where would you take the Sian? Yeah. Your ultimate um, road trip destination. There's a road here. It's called Jebel Jace. Okay. And it goes mountain and it's kind of windy and curvy. And um, the reason why I would choose that is because it's actually super wide, the road, yeah. and literally like drift around the corners if you wanted to. Not that you would. It's totally illegal. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... It's wide and also um, it's super new. So the road quality is incredible. And also it's so windy that you really get to experience that car. Um, so that would be probably my first choice. However, scenery wise, I would love to actually go on the garden route. So in South Africa. Right, so okay, from... Yeah. Yeah, Port Elizabeth down to Cape Town, just because every time you round the corner, you come down onto another beautiful beach and it's just along the whole coast. So I think that would be an awesome destination too. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, I've heard it. it's fabulous. I was going to say the road in Dubai sounds like the Pikes Peak of uh, the UAE, maybe, uh, which is again, wide and windy in the States, isn't it? So yeah. that, sounds, uh, that sounds fabulous. Fourth question, ultimate road trip. Who is your passenger? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> My passenger is my husband because he's always filming me yeah. and I rarely get to drive cars without being filmed, you know, because it's, you know, what I do for work mm -hmm. and I need to film everything. So uh, if I had the ultimate driving trip just to enjoy, it would actually be by myself. Okay. <laughs> so That's fine. My husband right here going, what? <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Murray said exactly the same thing. The guy who designed the McLaren F1, the original, if yeah, you remember, yeah. who's now yeah. Gordon Murray Automotive, he said, no, everybody finds my driving too quick, but uh, that's perfect. It's not a problem, I don't think. You know, you no, want... I just 
if you like your own company yeah you just you're in your own bubble and that's actually why i love driving is it gives you your independence and your own time just to think about whatever you want to think about just to enjoy the experience i always think that if you have to talk to someone next to you not actually fully experiencing the car yeah or concentrating on what's yeah, coming or, up yeah um good stuff question five the tune a track if you had to pick one track some people choose an album that's fine but if you had to pick the one tune for the start or the end of that road trip yeah not the easiest would, question yeah although this this really stirs up some emotions in me my track would be duke dumont ocean drive okay. and the reason for that is because when i got um, my first chance at driving a, a ferrari that song was on the radio all the time and so right. it was one of those that really i thought oh my god wow i can't believe i get to drive this car this is crazy and it was just kind of one of those pinch me moments so whenever that song comes up i always go straight back into that feeling like wow isn't this incredible what i get to do so that's every single time doesn't matter how that the song is like years old yeah, i just yeah, yeah. That's a great reason. So it takes you back to the beginning of, of your story, the yeah. Supercar Blondie story, although you were called Supercar Blondie back in your radio days. Yeah, so no, I was actually called Radio Blondie. Okay, and sorry. then, yeah, when I, when I stopped the radio, I literally just swapped out the word radio for supercar. So, um, and, and mashed that together and that kind of was it, you know, there was nothing really more to it. Perfect. Well, look, yeah. Supercar Blondie, Alex Hershey, thank you so much for joining me for this Ultimate Road Trip podcast. It's been fabulous to meet you. Good luck uh, for the rest of the year and for next year and increasing your followers. And great and good luck with the TV show. We're really looking forward to seeing more of those and, and keeping following you on all your platforms. It's, uh, it's an amazing story and it's been a real, oh, real pleasure to talk to you. So, uh, Oh, that's awesome, James. Thank you so much. Take really care. appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers. Turn it where it